and welcome to the Sunny 16 podcast slash backing paper. Because um, it's kind of a combo this week, because uh, we love combos, which I understand are some sort of snack in America. But I'd probably like that snack if I got to eat it because it's snack. Um, joining me this morning, because we we're doing a morning recording, which will explain quite a lot of the weird energy that's going on. Joining me are two of my favourite people. First, it is, and I'm going to get it all right this time, Rachel Brewster Wright. Rachel... How are you, my dear? <laughs> I'm good. It's lovely to be here and chat with you guys, even if it is the morning. And, and I know, we all know how difficult you find the mornings, Graham. So um, thankful for your bad back today, I guess. <laughs> yeah, keeping <laughs> me up all night awake. so I was awake. Yay! <laughs> Yay for bad backs. And along with Rachel is the wonderful Claire Marie Bailey. Claire, how are you this morning? <laughs> I'm very good. Morning, everybody. Yeah, it's great. It, it makes a good change to be here in the morning. Um, yeah, all good here. Yeah. I've seen some peeking through as well, so that's no. good. Well, you've got it. We haven't. Rachel and I have got grey, <laughs> so I'm glad you've got sunshine. Uh, Never mind. And you've managed to kick your uh, laptop into some semblance of function this morning. I have. Isn't that just typical um, that it would play up this morning? Yeah, so it, it's, uh, it's raring to go now. <laughs> cool beans well we've got as it's a sort of backing paper slash sunny 16 combo we've got some emails to go through which we're going to go through in a minute but also stay tuned because we've got some i don't know big news is quite the word but we're making some changes some changes are coming um we're excited about them and we want to tell you a kind of uh what's going to be going on what we're going to be doing going forward um but we're going to leave that till the second half we're going to deal with our emails so before we <laughs> dig into that um i want to have a quick catch up with you guys because um rachel i know you've been doing some fun stuff this week so do you want to tell us what you've been doing that's right. Yeah, I've been um, super busy actually getting out and doing a socially distanced photo shoot this week. So that's been a lot of fun. Um, the um, analog photography magazine Silver Grain Classics have asked me to create a uh, like a feature article that's doing a field test on the ADOX film, the uh, the new black and white film that they're releasing in 35mm. So that's still very been very exciting. I've been in conversation with Lena Besnova. She sent over some rolls of the ADOX film for me to basically do this field test with. And I decided to set it up as a photo shoot outdoors so that was awesome had loads of fun doing that um i have literally i'm, I'm dreaming about rolls of film drying at the moment because <laughs> they, they seem to be everywhere around my house <laughs> um i went a bit mad and shot shot about five rolls of the film so um and they're 36 frames each <laughs> so that's quite a lot of images to get through so it's been it's been a lot of uh scanning and uh, drying and filing and all the rest of it sort of like since so uh but yeah so i'm going to be getting that finished uh hopefully today so that that can get over for the deadline ready for that going into the next uh next issue claire what have you been up to this week um not as much as uh, Rachel's action action packed week, because um, lockdown rules have now changed um, here in in Wales. It's been quite nice to so the five mile um, limits been lifted, so I've actually been able to get to some of my favourite places and back um, taking some pictures in my on my favourite beaches in my favourite dunes. So that's been really lovely. Um, I've been doing a lot of scanning as well, like Rachel, um, and um, you know, I, I also make um, short little films on usually Super 8. And um, so I've, I had like one of them in a, in, a, in a local festival here. So I was sort of getting that ready. Um, that was one of a film called um, 
24-hour psychic desert hotline, which I've actually done some still images um, a series as well. So that's been nice. And also, um, I had um, Bill Tho. Am I pronouncing his name right? I I, apparently, it. it's Bill Two because I've been listening to a couple of people oh, on right, the podcast talking, Sorry. and I think it's Bill Two. I've been saying it wrong yeah. forever, so don't worry. Apologies, on. apologies. Yeah. So I've been really enjoying looking at his zine. Um, it's really lovely. His um, New South West. It's 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 lovely. Um, so enjoying the images from Australia. So yeah, it's mm. giving me some sort of um, travel bug feet. But I don't know um, <laughs> if going anywhere out of um, UK at the moment is 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 uh, is an option. But I don't yeah, think anybody wants us. Have you seen the scene, right? Yeah. Yes, it's lovely. He sent yeah, a copy really... through to me, and um, yeah, I did. I did mention it when we were chatting on the show uh, a couple of weeks ago, I think. And it's he's he's kind of because he, he works obviously in the healthcare industry. Yeah, and uh, so the images of, that he's taken have been over the course of like three years when he's been traveling to work or from work, and so they kind of cover different timings of the day. So it goes all from like you know dawn when he's going over to where wherever he's working, and then in the evening as well when he's coming yeah, back. Nice so there's some lovely, lovely. He does some beautiful stuff with them, um, sort of like night stuff, you yeah. know, sort of like night skies, doesn't he, and things too. Definitely. Great. Yeah, so I've been enjoying looking at that. Yeah. Awesome. That's grand. Well, I'm glad you two have had um, probably far more creative <laughs> weeks than I had. Um, but, uh, you know, nothing new there. Um, shall we dip into these emails? Sounds yeah. good. Rach, do you want to take this first one from Aaron Alfano? So we've got the first two we've got. Um, now, I know we obviously closed the Cheap Shots Challenge and I slammed that door shut with a vicious firmness and said no more entries. Um, <laughs> Unfortunately, I must have missed these two. They must have been in the wrong folder. They definitely didn't sneak in afterwards because I would not allow that. We're very firm on the rules here. Um, these ones were uh, misplaced in the wrong folder on Gmail. It's all Google's fault. Um, so you can take this first one from Aaron Alfano, Rach. Sure. Um, Aaron's written in to say, good morning, Sunbeams. It actually is good morning, isn't it, today <laughs> for us? Uh, greetings from sunny Florida, the current COVID-19 capital of the world. <laughs> I am slightly belatedly submitting oh, my God. entries for the oh. Groceries Cheap Shop Challenge. I don't know what he's talking about there because either. it was clearly just in the wrong folder, yeah. right? Um, he says, I shot these on Lomo Lady Grey 400 film with my Pentax Spotmatic and 50mm Super Takma lens that I picked up last year for $20. Although the meter in this camera does not work, it's otherwise in great shape and I shoot it often, even between cheap shots challenges. However, this cheap camera has wound up costing me quite a lot of money as I have now fallen down the rabbit hole of the excellent Pentax screw mount lenses and have acquired three more lenses and another Pentax M42 camera body, none of which were at cheap shots challenge prices. <laughs> but that, I suppose, is a topic for another email. Um, one of my, my very first SLRs uh, was a Pentax S18. I absolutely love that camera. That's also a screw, screw mount. Mm. Um, my wife recently purchased a soft body for her food photography. Uh, she's on Instagram at the Indian Table dot srq uh, so i decided to have a play with it this was my first time using any kind of artificial lighting after seeing the results i can see that i definitely need to practice and learn more about lighting techniques i call these photos reflections on coffee which i think sounds more artistic than i stuck my favorite grocery item on a semi-reflective <laughs> countertop and badly placed backlighting and gave it a go <laughs> 
I sent this role along with several other roles to my favourite photo lab in mid-June. Unfortunately, they were shut down the next business day after receiving them uh, by a local COVID-19 shutdown order. And I only received my scans via email last week. They must have been a bit out of practice or distracted because the development and scans were nowhere near the quality I expect from this lab. But be that as it may, here they are. Nothing particularly original, I suppose, but trying new techniques and clicking the shutter is always good, right? Thanks and best regards from Aaron Alfano. Thank you very much for sending them through, Aaron. And we are, or Aaron. Um, and uh, yeah, we can see the images. Uh, well, Graham and I can see the images. <laughs> Um, Graham, do you want to talk us through what we've got there? Yeah, so these, they're, as you said, a couple of straightforward shots, but very nicely done shots of um, uh, what it, a coffee ground filter thing. I'm not, I don't drink coffee. Yeah, so, um, I think it's ground coffee granules in a kilner jar. Yeah. With a scoop. Yeah, and it's just, it's on a um, nice plain white background. Uh, it's a very simple shot, but it strikes me as the kind of shot that actually to get it looking good, with good lighting is actually quite tricky because you've got a lot of reflective surfaces, a lot of contrast there. Uh, and Aaron's yeah. done a really nice job with that. Um, and yeah, there's a couple of shots, like one's good... like closer up than the other, but... Um... Product shots, right? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. I quite like the toning in it as well, the, just the general tone of the film. It all, it all kind of, it feels very yeah, consistent with that. the coffee. It's, it's you kind of say to... which, which film, it doesn't say which film it is, did he? No. Uh, um, Lady Grey. Oh, sorry. Yes, he did. 400. Yeah. Cool. And not a film I've shot, actually. Haven't, uh, no, but... neither have I. Have you, Claire? What's that? Uh, have you had a chance to shoot the Lady Grey 400? No, I haven't. Film? No. A lot of people do like it. It's it's quite a popular one, I believe. And uh, yeah, the toning, I think, like you say, Graham, is, is really nice. So that's cool. Very yeah. Good. And it's handled well because when you've got the very dark coffee grounds there um, in the glass jar on a white or must be very nearly white background and, and it hasn't just blown, it's coped with the range very nicely. And I like, I like the reflection from the lid on the um, surface as well. So, yeah, nice. I think the first one, the angle on the first one is probably my favourite rather than the slightly closer up mm -hmm. one. But, um, no, cool. You can do fun stuff even with, you know, and it's it's all good practice as well, isn't it? Even if the pictures aren't the most exciting things in the world, it's good practice using the equipment um, when you yeah. can. It's, uh, okay. Um, Claire, do you want to take the next one from our good friend Angela Solis? Yeah, that, that's a nice name, isn't it? Solis. Yeah, <laughs> so um, Angela's written in, um, hello, lovely sunbeams. Um, my deepest apologies as my entry is late. No, you're all right. You're <laughs> no, all right, Angela. Just um, in the wrong folder. <laughs> <laughs> but whether these make it or not, I still want to share these images. I wasn't sure how to approach the groceries theme until an image of an incorrect size um, face mask I ordered crossed my mind and thought might do the trick. After all, going outside to run errands and wearing a mask to protect ourselves and others seems to go hand in hand nowadays. Absolutely. Um, I have lots of masked grocery items, but these two are selected are my selected images. Taken using my trusty Pentax Espio, is it? 120SW, which seems to be gaining popularity nowadays. Mm -hmm. um, film shot using an expired um, Fuji Superior 400, uh, rebranded as a Walmart film. I don't have anything arty or profound to say as an artist's statement, except... This is going to be in the history books. Please be safe and be kind. Um, hope all is well with you, um, Angela. So, 
I definitely agree with that. It's going to be in the history books. Um, mm, and, um, oh, I can I, see the I images. Actually, yeah. Can you see? Yeah, I love. Um, I actually really like um, expired superior film. Is well. it one you use quite often, Claire? I have done. Yeah, I've got um, a stock in my in my in my fridge. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's got a really nice sort of um, a very specific kind of expired look, hasn't it? I think that that kind yeah. of film. Yeah. Um, and I know that you can't, unfortunately, because of technical difficulties, yes. um, you can't see the images. But we've I got... need to apologise. Yeah, when you were, <laughs> when you were talking earlier, Rachel, I was like trying again desperately. I've got problems <laughs> with my laptop. Isn't that typical today? And I was trying desperately to see if That's I fine. could um, get in, and, and I'm afraid I, I can't. Which is cool. yeah. Don't worry. These things happen. This is life. This is there's real always, life. There's always one, and I am that one. <laughs> <laughs> Makes a change with being me, Claire. Looking that way. Um, yeah, I, I, I agree with you on the superior. Superior is a film I really like, but don't shoot very often. Uh, I think mm. just because I don't know it, the availability is not what it used to be, and obviously they've discontinued yeah. certain range of. But no, I agree with you. The tones both. Um, expired and fresh. It's got a, a really lovely tonal range to it. Um, so Rachel, seeing as I described the last round, you can describe these pictures. <laughs> sure. So um, Andrea's sent over a couple of photos, which are basically her. The first one's her fruit basket, I believe, and it would seem that it was also somebody's birthday because I can see a card to the side that says "Happy Birthday," um, which is very sweet, and it's a metal. Uh, metal fruit basket of a couple of layers we've got some bananas at the bottom and i think there's some limes at the top which have got a yellow mask over them <laughs> and uh then if we move down to the second image um there's there's some nice like leading lines with this one uh, it looks like a bottle of hand sanitizer possibly mm. uh, that, o- that also has a yellow mask <laughs> wrapped around it um next to the pot plant uh, which is which is lovely uh, on a kind of windowsill or area near a window so you've got a window light coming in behind and some lines on the mat which kind of give you some leading lines and perspective and that one's portrait orientation uh, they're both portrait orientation so yeah and you've got those really kind of cool very sort of like faded um uh, fuji superior kind of like expired look to it in terms of the colors as well so there we go thanks so much angela that's awesome yeah yeah they're great and um and that thing of them being so timely like it, it the, the mm-hmm. because of the content because of the mask being there it, it time stamps these completely this is mm-hmm. this is the year of the mask um <laughs> and it's it's gonna be sort of looking back through these in years to come like oh why is that? Oh, right, that was 2020. That's why I have this random picture. Um, yeah, it's funny to think of. Um, but yeah, thank you very much for those. Uh, I will get all of these cheap shots. Now that we've got them all in, I'll get all of these pictures in and up on the website for people to look at, uh, hopefully in the next couple of days. And we will get the cheap shots challenge, sort of wrap up show and judging sorted very, very soon. Um, so wait for that <laughs> because you have no choice. Um, the next email we've got is on hand colouring from the delight that is Ian Turpin. Uh, Ian writes in to say, hello sunbeams. Question one. Uh, I didn't realise there were questions. How many sunbeams <laughs> are there these days? I'm losing track. Not the variety. Three today. Three today, yeah. Uh, not the variety isn't the spice of life and all that. Just wondered how many coffees to buy. Well, I mean, you know, uh-huh. I think there were 45 sunbeams last time I checked. So uh, <laughs> coffee for everyone. Oh, um, so kind. Uh, anyway, um, no further questions. Oh, well, that's good. Uh, there's only question one. I didn't even need numbering in. There's only one. Just wanted to and say... We can answer it. <laughs> it's a change, doesn't it? 
<laughs> just wanted to say thank you to the listener who wrote in to talk about hand colouring. I'm sure in an efficient fashion you will announce who it was because in a totally inefficient fashion, <laughs> inefficient fashion, I can't remember. I'll find out in a minute what um, we're talking about um, because I can't remember off the top of my head either. Um, I recently bought some ordinary colour pencils, English ones with a U, and had a stab at it. My first results were quite promising considering I went over the edges, mum would turn in her grave, and had no idea what colours to use. As I was working though, I actually enjoyed not really knowing what I was doing. The photograph I tackled was shot on HP 5+, and so my choice of colours was down entirely to what I remembered from the day. This added an artistic and creative, as well as slightly surreal, touch to the image. My prints were on a nice heavy textured matte paper, and the texture really helped to get the colour down onto the paper. I wondered if you or your listeners had any tips or strategies for making a decent job of something like this. My colouring in skills prior to this were limited to children's colouring books. When I was a child, allegedly. <laughs> I bet he's been doing that adult colouring book stuff as well. There's no reason to be ashamed in. So I have no clue how to do this properly. No suggestions of watercolour paint. My life, my, my, my wife looks queasy whenever I open something that might stain. And Bob Ross, I ain't. Even though my first attempt was probably a very happy accident. You know who Bob Ross is, right? And there's a prey emoji following that. Um, so thanks again to whoever suggested hand colouring. I'm thoroughly enjoying it, even if I'm not very good at it. Liking the new lineup, by the way. <laughs> oh, phew, because after the first question, I wasn't <laughs> sure. Keep it up. All the best from Ian. Um, so I will go and have. Now, I remember, Claire, because you do hand colouring, yes. don't you? So I don't yeah. know whether it was following yeah. a, a listener email or whether it was just you brought it up. But yeah. um, could you. I love hand colouring. So yeah. why don't you. Uh, have you got some. Especially, have you done any with <laughs> pencils? I, do, yes. I haven't. Um, I've done inks. I, I, so, Ian, I would say, why don't you branch out and get yourself some inks? Don't <laughs> be frightened of them. Um, <laughs> and go, do go for Bob Ross style. So, so get yourself some inks and, and a paintbrush. I think that, I think that the first two in, uh, most important ingredients, I think, for anything is A, you enjoy doing it. And, and I think it's practice and time. Um, I, I, it's, a, it's a lovely thing to do and I think um, if you do go if you do get inks uh, to experiment with um, if it, it, sometimes it's worth having a couple of prints um, but less is more I think we had this conversation on one of the one of the shows before I find less is more and when I look at um, some of my work when I initially started you can see that I was literally it does look like um stuff I did in primary school or something you know <laughs> and I was like I went um too much too much color but I think less is more and I think it's just working intuitively I think with your work and um um there are there are um as 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 always there are things on on like YouTube that you can you can look at um but I think it is just one of those things because we'll all have a, our own kind of taste. And so I, I think it is just one of those things about practising. But I I, li I really like ink. I've not really done much with pencils, um, but I like inks. So I, I, if I was to say anything, I would say get some inks and and, and see how you get on. I think the, the paper choice, like you said, matte paper, luster matte paper is, is important because um, 
I don't think you'd get anywhere with with, with gloss really. You know, um, you need it to seep in. Um, but yeah, so so I don't think I've got anything. Um, I think they sound like great tips. Um, And to be honest, the other thing is just maybe because his wife's worried about anything like even watercolour paints being opened, maybe just get a big tarpaulin or just a, you know, a a big... yes, or a... um, That's that's a good point, good practical point, Rachel. Yeah, or a... Um, like on my table, I have like one of those um, tablecloths where you can wipe yeah. down like a plastic tablecloth. Yeah. You can put um, an, an apron on yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so you can you can, mean you can be freer those... then and you're not worrying, you know. Yeah. I think as long as you've Definitely. taken those sort of like, like you say, you've taken those steps beforehand, then you can be as, as free with your colouring as you like to be. And yeah, ink sounds awesome. Yeah, yeah. very cool. Yeah. Have you had a good? How are you getting on, Graham? Did you find some? Uh, I, I couldn't. Out? No, I could. I did hunt. I couldn't well, find. So. Claire, then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Apologies <laughs> if I've forgotten who it was, but I, um, I remember we talked about it. Have you had a go at hand colouring yourself, Rach? No, I haven't. Um, it, I was talking to uh, Michelle at Ilford actually because I've been doing some videos, obviously with them, um, and we were looking at the different papers and things, and there are there's one specifically called the art 300 Ilford paper it's obviously it's a luxury project and what have you but it's it's something that's basically like watercolor paper yeah and um you can obviously really nicely kind of like tone into that and color into that and things and she was telling me how you know people do do create artwork like that as well uh, it's not something i've i've attempted yet but you know i i do sometimes do those adult adult coloring books and things you know if i'm mm. just trying to oh, yeah. chill out and not think about all this you know work stuff and and actually maybe that'd be something nice to try maybe i probably wouldn't try on that paper because <laughs> it's very expensive <laughs> but um but yeah on something like the mat you know something that obviously it will it will take on um quite well then yeah why not right or or perhaps on some cyanotypes because i do that literally on watercolor paper mm. and then you could yeah, color color into those you know that might be a way to start mm. and yeah lots of those sort of wipeable tablecloths around in my life <laughs> because obviously i'm always coating stuff you know and uh, don't want to get blue everywhere <laughs> so uh yeah i think it sounds like a good a good plan and i'm really pleased to hear that you're having fun with it Ian, because that's the most important thing yeah like i said i i saw i saw on instagram um the result of ian's work and it looked lovely actually it looked really lovely and i i like the fact that the colors are you know they're not super accurate they give it an otherworldly feel um really nice um rach do you want to take this yes. next one from graham young it's a, a shout out for the homemade cameras no Ian. problem well actually i should say which I didn't mention before, I got that amazing box of tricks that mm, finally arrived finally, Graham, finally. from Sunny 16 headquarters. Um, and yeah, inside it were, I think, two two cameras from Graham Young, actually. Um, there was a orange square one with masks and things. And then there was a like a kind of like blue 35 mil version as well, which is awesome. So you'll have to talk me through how they work, Graham. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Graham has... Graham Young from the Homemade Camera Podcast has also written in to say a call for submissions for the podcast scene, for their podcast scene in 2020. It says, Dear Rachel, Claire and John, and I suppose Graham, mm. um, it's time for submissions to the Homemade Camera Zine 2020. Once again, the folks at the Homemade Camera Podcast are putting together a zine of homemade cameras made by folks from the community. 
These cameras can be anything from a matchbox pinhole to a 16 by 20 camera made from the shipping box from a turntable. <laughs> that was that was yours, Graham, right? Yeah, certainly um, is. And all and all of the ranges in between. So there we go. He's he's specifically calling out to you there, Graham. Um, all of the ranges in between. To submit, send your submission to hmczine2020 at gmail.com. There we go. Uh, if you can, please include the following. Pictures of the camera, pictures pictures taken by the camera, pictures of the build if you took any, your name, social media contacts, a description of the build, a description of what it's like to shoot the camera, an assessment of what you might change on a future version of the camera, anything else you think is important about this build, and the address again is hmczine2020 at gmail.com also to you the good folks and not so good tall bespectacled gardeners of the sunny 16 podcast (laughs) let this be a challenge for you to get off your rear ends and make a zine of the work from your listeners ours will be better than yours but you should give it a go anyway (laughs) graham spelt correctly with uh, so he is his is g-r-a-h-a-m uh young so thanks very much graham and um uh, and I really appreciate the awesome like 3D printed versions that you've sent over to my Graham. <laughs> I'll call you my Graham. Um, and that has since now been pa- passed on to me as well, which is awesome. Yeah. So there we go. Zines. It's really cool. Last year's um, homemade camera zine was fantastic. Really enjoyed it. An incredible range of cameras in there that people have made from the very simple to the uh, incredibly beautiful and elaborate. Um, so I'm excited to see what another year does. Um, it Reading this did get me in my shed because I have like a, a pile of boxes and bits and stuff that I'm like one day I'll do something with that and it did get me out there looking at it going oh maybe I need to try and do something so we'll see I have a lot of pieces and not a lot of anything put together but you know I'll I'll, I'll get something sorted I will I said I would last year and I didn't but um yeah it's all good fun making cameras is fun I, even if you are an incompetent boob like I am um <laughs> Uh, Graham's clearly in a writing mood as he has another email on an unrelated oh. topic. So, Claire, do you want to read this next <laughs> yeah. one? Also from the incorrectly spelled Graham D. Young. I wonder what the D yeah, stands for. Graham. <laughs> Certainly. He, 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 so this one's titled um, Time and Unlimited Time. Um, so hello hello to all the bumping paper listeners. <laughs> I, I love the discussion about what you would do photographically giving, given unlimited resources Graham and John hit upon the most valuable resource being time. Mm -hmm. I am a college professor and as part of my position, I teach two 16-week semesters plus a week before and a week after per year. That means I have 16 free weeks per year and therefore I am time rich compared with the average working person in his or her middle 50s. Does, this, does that mean I do more or better work during this time off than I do during the school year? I certainly do more work, but I wouldn't say I do better work. I find that there is something particularly sweet about stealing time to do photography or to build a camera during the school year, something I enjoy more than during the, le- more than during the lazy days of summer. Does this make me a poor little rich kid? Yeah, maybe. I'm certainly not complaining about my schedule, but I do have a perspective on that time. Also, keep this in mind. Limitations breed creativity. I think that's absolutely true. Uh, Removing limitations can hobble you in ways you never would have experienced otherwise. Beware of what you wish for. 
and a nice smiley face. Graham, um, spelt correctly, and again, it's uh, young. Yeah. Yeah, that's great, and I think very true. I, I completely agree with that. Although there is a <laughs> uh, limitation of breed creativity, but specifically with time, it it gets to the point where it's not necessarily the more limited time you have, the more creative you're going to be. Otherwise, the more panicked you are. Yeah. Otherwise, <laughs> yeah, boy, well, we'd true. all be making such amazing stuff, especially you, Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> you'd, oh be, <laughs> you'd be filling up all the galleries around the country given how little time you have to. <laughs> Uh, I'd love to, but yes, yes, it is. It is true though that limitations for your creativity. It's it just depends on the on the the overall scope of that. I suppose <laughs> that we're talking about. Uh, but yeah, thanks very much, Graham. That's cool. Yeah. Okay, we have got one last email to read here, and this is uh, from Richard Moore, titled "Of Newtonian Fluids and Other Ooh. Things." It was good. <laughs> How, it's always good non-Newtonian. Oh, sorry, non-Newtonian fluids. God damn it! Oh, Newtonian. I thought you said Etonian. I thought. Well, I mean, so in some ways, it is an Etonian <laughs> fluid because um, of eaten mess. Anyway, yeah, that will become clear. Um, Richard writes and say, "Hi guys, greetings from sunny Marin County on the north side of the Golden Gate Bridge near San Francisco." Oh, Sounds fabulous. nice. I'm yeah, currently that was a great gasp, by the way, Claire. <laughs> <gasps> yeah, I loved it. <laughs> I'm currently listening to the podcast, burning both ends of the candle. Oh boy. Working my way up from episode one while also listening to the most recent episodes. I started to work out that AIDS journey may be heading off in a different direction and a recent episode confirmed this. Great respect for the aid. I love that. For the aid. <laughs> Making the aid. For the aid. <laughs> what must have been a tough decision when you've invested so much time and effort developing and supporting the film community. I have to say, the team's laudable, I think he misspelled laughable, but let's go with laudable, <laughs> efforts. Hey, hey, don't speak for myself and Claire. We were great. <laughs> um, to offer ways for aid to stay connected to film photography did sound a little like the conversations you have after a partner has given you the, it's not me, it's you, <laughs> oh, no, it's me, not you, speech, um, before dumping you. Try oh. as you might, and we've all been there. The arguments on offer never quite persuade your ex to change their mind, but the chance is still there to be friends going forwards, and I look forward to aid dropping in from time to time to make sure that the rest of the team has been able to move on. So good luck to aid with his new endeavours, and the same for the Sunny team. Which brings us on to a more serious note. Cream or jam first? This is a more serious note. What was Rachel thinking? A question I find myself asking very frequently. Is she not aware that clotted cream demonstrates clear non-Newtonian liquid behaviour? It's thixotropic, like the sinking sands at West Crosby. If you agitate clotted creams, it flows very easily, which makes its natural place on top of the more robust substrate that is jam. Now there's a paragraph that probably doesn't exist anywhere else. And in case you're wondering why someone living near San Francisco is familiar with West Crosby... I was, actually. Yeah. I was like, it's talking about our Crosby down our the road Crosby, from yeah. me. Says, I was born at Alder Hay. Ah, 
Oh, I've worked with some uh, some kids at Older Hay Hospital, and uh, obviously Older Hay is the area um, nearby. Oh, that's cool! I didn't realise that, and I was like, "Yeah, West Crosby is that over in San Francisco?" But talking about this one, yes. Uh, keep up the good work, guys, from Richard. Thank you very much, Richard. And always lovely to get an email from a new listener or a, a new emailer, anyway. Um, and I'm glad we've clarified that if whilst I am wrong on almost everything. I think we can agree that Rachel was wrong on the jam versus cream on Scotland. <laughs> Rachel gets oh. to be wrong. <laughs> Where do you Claire? stand on this? Yeah, issue, Claire. Well, what the cream? What comes first? Yeah. Or, yeah. Um, well, a cream. Had I suppose I would put if I was putting it. I'm just imagining myself. <laughs> I would probably put. Yeah, I'd probably put cream. Yeah. first and oh, then and they, the I, I, I don't have a lot of cream because cream's one of those things that um it doesn't I like cream in as in cake in cakes but it doesn't like me so <laughs> I, I get an upset summer, and I don't drink milk actually um ah, I've never, okay. yeah I've never drunk milk um my mum said that as soon as she started putting milk in in a glass for me I wouldn't touch it so I haven't drunk milk Ever really, and so I have things like orange juice on my cereal rather than, oh. than milk. <laughs> okay, listen, we need to move on. This is taking a, a very okay. dark direction. Sorry, I'm digressing. So yeah, I suppose Rachel. Yeah, I suppose I'd put cream. Oh gosh, um, I know, right? What are we like? And, and yeah. I, I tried to make a red velvet cake the other day, and it was an unmitigated disaster um, because. I do, I do love making a lemon drizzle. That's like my cake. I know exactly how to make my cake of my lemon drizzle. It's great. But yeah, my uh, my red velvet ended up being a kind of like dense pudding um, instead of a cake. And then the buttercream <laughs> on top or, the, um, or whatever it was that I was making to go on top. I ended up putting in accidentally twice as much as was needed and then ran out of icing sugar. So I was like, I'm going to have to add some cornflour. So it ended up being like a kind of oh, pouring no. cream over a red velvet pudding. <laughs> <laughs> Instead, uh, literally everything went wrong. Uh, but never mind. It was still pretty tasty. It all went down the same way. So that's what I'm going to say about scones. <laughs> uh, fair enough. Fair enough. I look forward to getting emails of horror about the sentence I put orange juice on my cereals. That's definitely going to upset some people. Orange juice on your cocoa. <laughs> pops no thank you um <laughs> thank you so much for all those emails this week uh always great to hear from you guys now as promised we've got some news about what's happening that we wanted to talk to you guys about because it's kind of actually finally getting close to us doing a thing as opposed to us just talking about maybe doing a thing in the future and there's a couple of things that are going to be happening. Uh, so I suppose the first thing to talk about is the changes that are going to happen to this feed, the Sunny 16 feed. Um, and it's pretty simple, really. At the moment, we're doing two shows a week. We're doing Sunny 16 podcast and we're doing backing paper, at least most weeks. Uh, this week, obviously, it's been a combo show. And it's been a bit up and down lately because, yeah, it's, as and the, the recent email we just read from Richard talking about a moving, well, not moving on, but stepping back for the time being, you know, things have changed a bit. And what we are going to be doing sort of probably from about mid-August onward is making a one show a week feed. Um, we're going to be doing Sunny 16 podcast one week and an expanded uh, backing paper the other week. So that is the plan with that, because it's um, it's just been it's become 
a bit too much, especially if you ask certainly my partner, and I'm not sure. A bit unwieldy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I love doing these things, but um, yeah, you know, Sinead ultimately gets a bit <laughs> cross with me spending most nights of my week in, in here. Um, so that is the one change. So, um, where well, we'll talk about another reason we're doing it in just a second, but um, yeah, hopefully with the team that we've got going forwards, um, which is obviously you know the three of us and john and uh, and we do hope that aid is going to be still he's going to be around um anybody who's listening he likes it or not yeah <laughs> we'll drag him in no i'm joking i am joking but we'll, we'll give him biscuits yeah exactly aid will not be dragged into anything i think anybody who's ever listened yeah. to us talk, doing this, he will not be forced to do it but but he's very very much still here um and when we can get him on and when it makes sense and when he wants to he will be very much taking part but yes yeah, so that's the first big change is that the Sony 16 podcast feed is going to go down to a one show a week feed. Mm-hmm. Um, Sony 16 one week and backing paper another week. Now, a big part of the reason that we wanted to do this is to give us time to actually expand on what we're doing and to explore new directions. Um, and we realised that we couldn't do both. We couldn't expand and do new stuff and keep up with the constant rate of shows as it was. So the other um, and I think pretty exciting thing that we're doing going forward is after much talking about it and thinking about it, Sunny 16 Presents, a new feed is going to be happening. Um, we talked about this last year in terms of the idea of p- creating a space where we could have a home for listener created content. Uh, and that is absolutely what we want to do. But the big problem that we always had when we were thinking about this and it was something that came up when we put it out to um, people to ask their opinions was, well, we want it to be curated. We want to be, you know, we'd like more coast interaction and stuff like this. Like, okay, well, how do we, how do we build something that has kind of a backbone of content that we can then add stuff to? And now that we've got our expanded team of hosts, this becomes a bit easier because it means that we can do stuff. So, um, Uh, We'll talk about it individually in just a second, but in short, what we're going to be doing is that each one of the hosts, uh, and hopefully including Aid when he feels like it as well, um, uh, is going to be doing one show a month for this new feed, Uh, which means that that will, so that means that every week there will be a show being done by a host. uh, And then on top of that, we're going to be able to bring in listener created stuff. now, I've already talked too much about this, so this seems like a great time to hand over uh, to... Let's talk to you, Rach, first, because I think people will be most familiar with what you're going to be bringing to the feed. So sure. tell us what you're doing. Yeah, so we wanted... There's there's always been um, a fantastic response, really, when, when we've uh, put out the underexposed episodes in the past. So um, I've always really enjoyed doing them. It was simply that trying to do those as well as the Sunday 16 show, as well as backing paper, et cetera, became, it was generally a little bit too much. So this gives us a chance to kind of create better quality content, um, but a little bit more sort of spread out. And it will mean that it will be a chance for it to be a bit more regular as well. Um, So rather than it kind of being one episode of underexposed and then nothing for half a year, (laughs) this at least will mean that, I will be able to create underexposed episodes and get them out 
um in a, in a simpler way so uh, it will be a chance for me to be generally speaking to perhaps more um more photographers who's who's you know we don't always shine a light on their fantastic talents and skills and I'm really excited to have these conversations um it'll probably focus um more on female photographers because uh, I think it's important to be able to give that voice uh, to women and to uh, female identifying photographers so that we all get a chance to learn a little bit more find out some new names hear about general sort of like challenges and things that people are creating so I'm going to be creating the underexposed episodes as we go along and I'm looking forward to seeing what else the rest of my uh, co-hosts and the rest of the team are going to be also doing alongside that. Um, right can you tell us because you uh, you kind of got a plan for who are going to be your first guests mm. on the new feed so who are they going to be? That's right. So I've already sent out um, feelers to um, to make sure that I've got a couple of guests lined up ready for the next show. Uh, and I'm going to be speaking with uh, Cherylee Leclerc and uh, Meredith Wilson. Very exciting. Can't wait. Awesome. Really excited. As you said, uh, underexposed is something that both myself and the listeners always enjoy hearing. But um, it's been a little sporadic. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, and such is life. And it has been the way that it's worked out, unfortunately. And and so I'm actually really looking forward to this new kind of like Sunny 16 Presents aspect and, and the way that we'll be running the show, because it will give us an opportunity. It will feel like I've actually got time to prep properly to get these um, shows recorded and to put out some nice quality content for you guys. So, yeah, really looking forward to that. Yeah, mm, Sounds great, Rachel. Thanks. Another nice thing about this Sunny 16 Presents feed um, that I'm really excited about is that because it is going to be more exploratory and we're going to be able to do stuff which is not necessarily directly about analogue photography, um, which leads us on to what Claire is going to be doing, which is something I'm also super excited about. So, Claire, <laughs> this is going to be your new baby. So, uh, tell me, yeah. Um, okay, so it came, it kind of came about, didn't it? Um, from I suppose my love of um, moving image, my love of cinema, my love of film, and um, particularly after we had that um, the episode <laughs> where we discussed uh, Night of the Hunt and we discovered that uh, John has a real dislike for for black and white films. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so so um, what I'm going to be doing is hosting a monthly show um, on basically talking to um, film photographers um, about maybe their favourite film um, and if what the, what aspects of that film they like and maybe if the the film has influenced any of their um, photographic work. Maybe it has, maybe it hasn't. So making those kind of connections between. Um, moving image and still image um so it'll be on basically discussing films really um a variety you know a, a big variety of films um it'll be um whoever the guest is um it'll be discussing what they identify as one of their um favorite films um so that's really exciting and i'm i'm really looking forward to that because I love watching films and I love cinema. I actually feel so at home, especially watching films in cinema spaces, and especially those really old cinemas that still have the, you know, the red velvet chairs and the red velvet curtains. You know, um, I just feel so at home watching 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 films there. So, um, so that'll be a monthly um, a monthly show um, on film. So yeah, so exciting! <laughs> that's awesome, and that's absolutely not something that we've ever 
explored before so I think this is lovely because what we hope really is that we're giving uh, all of our listeners a chance to kind of like it's a bit like pick and mix you know you can kind of like choose the things that um that appeal to you and then perhaps have a listen to something else that you might not normally have listened to Absolutely. or thought about so, and, yeah. and, and and we get to we get to maybe um hear about like you like underexposed um um learn about new photographers that we might not have mm-hmm. um come across and, and so we can discover their work and then we can maybe maybe people might not have watched a film and they might think oh I like the sound of that film and so yeah 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 and I think I mean and I think what we'll try and do with your show Claire is um maybe let people know before the show's coming out what the film is going to be that we're talking about so that people okay. can perhaps you yeah. know, watch it and so that they can be part you know they can engage and see, sort of see what's happening as well and yes. and okay. um, film-based book club kind of thing yeah like exactly that. <laughs> um, it sounds like that isn't it because it's like it, it's one of those things that you you scratch the surface and you realize that actually um we had a, an email from mike crawford this week it was for, kind of following up and like there are people who are super passionate about films about certain films who like yeah. really are like yourself and um uh, this i'm i'm always excited by conversations about people who are passionate about a thing even if it's a film that i have no interest in if it's people who are passionate about it and seeing what it means to them i think that can be super fascinating um on the subject of super fascinating people do you want to let us know who your first (laughs) guess is going to be sorry i thought you were going to go to you then graham oh god no i was laughing that's Um, why i was chuckling my first guest yeah i sort of really excited um is uh uh, a listener a regular listener of the show um and um his name is jeff uh jeff greenstein um and he's um based in 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 los angeles um la and he's a if people aren't aware he's he's a writer um of uh friends will and grace um desperate housewives which i love desperate housewives um yeah so that's going to be um a, a really good great episode i think yeah, That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw that Jeff had um, had been shooting some Lomo Chrome purple and uh, of of his partner, and she's now decided that she might want purple hair because she thinks oh, it looks really good. Yeah. I was like, you should definitely try that. That'd be so cool. Yeah. Oh, I'm really looking forward to that, Claire. That's going to be <laughs> awesome. You, have you decided it, which film you're going to talk about, or is it just we a general? Are we allowed to say? What yeah, we, yeah. No, absolutely. Let, let people yeah. know so that um, anybody can watch it. The film that we're going to going to focus on is um, Blow Up. So, yeah, I don't know whether you remember, uh, Rachel. Yeah, we got we got an email from Jeff after I may have incorrectly assumed that his um, uh, Instagram handle was based on a Star Wars reference. We got quite right. angry <laughs> yes. because uh, yeah, yes. Jeff, it wasn't about that. It was about this amazing film instead. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So really Very looking cool. forward to that. Um, I, I'm actually going to sneak because I want to I want to uh, chat to Jeff because Jeff seems like a delight. Jeff is, as you said, Claire, he's a writer and producer, and he seems yes. to have been involved heavily involved with like with most of the big shows in america from the 90s Um, as you said friends will and grace desperate housewives loads of stuff um his cv is pretty spectacular and also uh jeff got in touch with me this week to say that keswick pencil museum in the lake district is great so you know he contains multitudes excellent so maybe that's where ian needs to go and get his coloring pencils from and that you know sort of like tie it in oh god yes (laughs) um was it Ian? yes yeah it was um Uh, um, what's it called claire what's your show going to be called you have a name for yours don't you um on film 
Fantastic. I love it. Simple to the point. Makes sense. I love it. It's great. <laughs> uh, yeah. And um, and yes, Blow Up is the film that we're going to uh, be talking about. And um, I found you can watch that. Uh, it's not on Prime or anything like that, but it is um, available to rent on Amazon Prime, on Amazon mm-hmm. and on YouTube as well. You can pay to watch it in either of those places. So I'm really looking forward to watching that. Um, and also, Jeff has informed me that a um, sample from it was used in the absolutely splendid pop hit Groovers in the Heart by D-Light. <laughs> Frankly, once I heard Ooh. that, I was like, oh, well, this has to be good. It's old. Yeah. And, <laughs> and also the other thing that really sold me on the film, which I think you mentioned this, Claire, but Jeff very much, it, was, it has an orgy scene in it. So, cha-ching. You're going to oh. be great. Shame for So, yeah, really yeah that's going to be good. That. Yeah. <laughs> um, for my part, what I'm going to be doing... Uh, You're I'm, on the roster too, aren't you, Graham? Sorry? You're on the roster too. I'm on, on, the roster on our too. rostrum. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, and, and no one will be surprised to know that I am the least organised of what's going on. Um, but essentially, what the premise of what I'm going to be doing is uh, anybody who's listened to this show for any length of time will have heard various things come up in um, conversation uh, of me saying, I've got this or I've got this. And. Um, and I'm now going to make a show which tries to maybe justify some of that. Actually, before I carry on, um, because I've just seen you pop up with Skype, Rach, you need to dash off, don't you? I do. I'm so sorry. My car broke down. I had a bit of an oh. issue. I need to go and get it fixed. <laughs> it's worth so, noting your uh, car hasn't broken down whilst podcasting. You're not driving no. and podcasting, are you, Rach? <laughs> I mean, multi-talented, but not quite that <laughs> much. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, right, yes. I'm so sorry. But thank you, guys. It's been lovely to chat this morning and um, and go through everything. And I'm really excited for these new plans that we're going to be um, bringing, to, uh, bringing to life. So, yeah, um, I'll chat with you all soon. And Thanks ever so much for finishing off the show without me. Uh, do, do I just do I just leave the conversation on on Skype? Sorry. Yeah, no, just just hang up, right? It'll all be fine. It'll all be fine, and we'll speak to you again soon. Yeah, hope you get your car sorted, Rachel. Thank you. Okay, bye bye. Bye, Rachel. Bye. Um, so anyway, yeah, as I was saying, this podcast is going to be basically a shameful attempt at me trying to justify some of the arguably many uh, unnecessary things I've picked up over the years or things that are cool I've picked up over the years that um, I just have never got around to using. Um, you know, I've got a roll of tungsten film <laughs> that sat there doing nothing. I bought that lovely art paper that Rachel was talking about earlier. I bought a box of that at the beginning of this year. Have I used it? No, I haven't. And it was quite expensive. Have I got a, a little bundle of APS film that sat in my fridge for the last... You know, there's a lot of things, a lot of things that I need to just justify why they are still here in my life um for the first show i'm going to be going for the low-hanging fruit because i think it's something that one i do kind of need to justify to well to Sinead if nobody else and that is my carbon adventure camera um Mm. so that's what my first show is going to be about what i am excited about doing with this show is because i've got more time to do it is that it's going to give me a chance to do the kind of thing I enjoy doing with podcasts which is making them a bit more of a mixed bag so I'll hopefully be talking to a few different people maybe be going out and about just kind of playing around with stuff and um, throwing stuff at the wall and who knows what will happen with it Um, I don't have a name for the show oh. yet. Um, uh, but you know if anybody wants to throw some suggestions at it um, but there will be a name for it um, I'm sure but that's what I'm going to be doing. I'm really looking forward to that. And, of course, John will also be doing something for this. Yes. Um, 
uh, a sort of a uh, growth from his stuff that he's been doing on YouTube. Now, John, you may have noticed, isn't here today, uh, but I was able to snag John earlier in the week before he went away on holiday. So I'll throw that bit in here. Hello, John. Hey, Graham. How's it going? Uh, good. Uh, bummed you can't be with us tonight, but that's all right because I grabbed you a day early because. We're obviously filling the listeners in on our grand plans for world domination um, for the Ooh. coming months. And uh, you've got something coming as well, haven't you? Hopefully. Yeah, <laughs> you better flip it out or there's going to be trouble with more, I can tell you I'm that all now. Over it. All over it. Um, so, we haven't got a title yet for what you're doing. But... <laughs> we have got some titles, Graham. You well, we we'll, we'll come to that at the end because I'm not letting that pass without reference. Um, but, but for the time <laughs> being, do you want to let listeners in on what you've got planned for the new Sunny 16 Presents channel? Sure thing. So um, we're, I'm hoping to do um, some conversations with analog printers and talk about their processes and their current projects and then like dive a little deeper into what motivates them, inspires them to create in that way. Uh, there'll probably be lots of chat about life, uh, the universe and development agitation. I think it's going to be great. Very I think... exciting. So this is in some ways it's going to be an extension of what you've been doing over at the Dark Shed Live on YouTube, isn't it? Yeah, it's like I've really the the few chats I've had with people uh, via Skype. Some of it's been recorded and broadcast, and some of it's just been private chats. And it's just this mishmash of like while you're working on things, um, other conversations come up about as well. Like some of them, not like really personal stuff, but it, how it like connects to how you work and why you're doing certain things, particularly the projects that you're working on. Um, and that to me is very interesting because you don't hear that a lot. You, you always hear like very technical details about printing and exactly what processes people are using, what paper. And it, it's very, it's, it's just like exact black and white answers. Whereas to me, the interesting stuff kind of lies between that and why people are doing what they do. Mm. And I think you, you know you were inspired. By, I think we were both were by the chat that we ended up having when you were up here last time, when we were both working together um, in my dark shed. Because there's something about the atmosphere of being in there that you know you you have a different kind of conversation. It's a different kind of um, energy to a dark room than you get anywhere else, and you have a different kind of conversation, don't you? Yeah, very true. It's um, it does end up being quite. I don't want to use the word intimate. It's, it's a very personal conversation you can end up having. Sexy cause... is what you're saying, really, isn't it? <laughs> it's, it's the conversation we had, Graham, was not sexy. Well... Don't pretend it was. I know you like <laughs> to tell people it was. But, um, <laughs> no, it's just, it's a very relaxing environment to be in. Um, and it's obviously you've got the slow pace of it all. And it just, your mind starts to relax, I think, and things start to flow. And it's, it's a very... It's a very nice way to chat to people. Yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to hearing the conversations you have because, as you said, it's it's not just going to be about the printing and all that stuff. It's going to be wherever these chats go. And um, <laughs> when you're, you know, in a dark room chatting to somebody <laughs> by the magic <laughs> of the internet, yeah, it could go absolutely anywhere. Um, I did, as I said earlier, I do want to touch upon because we do still need a name for this. We're we're working hard hard on coming up with a name for this. Um, we have got some <laughs> ideas, haven't we? Oh no! 
Don't read them out. <laughs> so, I mean, do you want to run through some of your favourites first, and then I'll go through some of mine? No, I'm just going to leave it that. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll just go through some of mine. Um, oh, no. <laughs> because, well, I think full disclosure to the listeners, your approach to this has been, you're sat in your dark shed right now, and you've just been looking around, looking at things and naming them. So we've been through quite a lot. And I've been trying to help you by turning those into names. Um, so one of my favourites... <laughs> is John Whitmore, colon, wetting agent, which I think is fantastic. And we've already come up with a T-shirt design for it, so I don't know what you've got against that. Um, Waffle with Whitmore, again, I think that's got a lot of potential. John Versations, I like that one. (laughs) (laughs) These are all Graham's ideas. I just want to let everybody know that I I can listen to these. Uh, The Red Room Diaries, I mean, you said it sounded a bit seedy, but I think that's fine. Um... (laughs) Uh, come on, have you got any favourites there, John? You think you actually <laughs> might want to use? Um, I, the, the quite plain dark room sessions is working for me at the moment. Okay. Um, the, what about red room rap sessions? That was quite a good one. Yeah. See, I, well, listen, listen, listeners, let us know. Let John and I know on Twitter, <laughs> on Instagram, wherever. Let us know which you think is the best, or if you've got a better idea um, for something that will convey the feelings that John wants to. Um, then that would be that would be quite fabulous. Um, you haven't quite decided. You've got a few eyes in the fire as to who is going to be your first guest, haven't you? Yeah, I've got a few potentials. But uh, if you're interested in getting involved, then please do get in touch because it'd be great to chat. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be. I said I think it's going to be great because it's going to be. They're not going to be interviews. That's not the point of it. It is just more conversations um and i think it's going to be really interesting because i i do think you get a very different a very different vibe when you're sat with somebody who's perhaps doing something at the same time as you're doing it or not and and it's different from being sat in front of a screen chatting it's just there's a, a different energy to the whole thing so i think that's going to be great um i'm really looking forward to it and as with all of these shows you'll be able to hear it very soon won't they john <laughs> Yes, they will. <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, well, thanks, John. I'll let you get back to being on holiday now. <laughs> Cheers, Graham. Speak to you soon. Bye. Uh, thank you very much to John for finding the time. He was. I kept him up super late um, talking about that, just not being recorded. Um, I may or may not share some of that recording because it turned out John was recording it accidentally we'll see we'll see listen to the end of the podcast there may be some utter nonsense at the end of it um as opposed to the nonsense that's before the music (laughs) um so anyway that's where we the hosts are with our um plans for this show and those podcasts are what is going to make up the backbone of the feed so actually you're not going to be losing out on the show you're still going to have two shows every week because you'll have either the sunny 16 podcast or backing paper on the sunny 16 podcast feed and then on the sunny 16 presents feed there will be at least the one show by whichever host it is that week um and that is 50 percent of what we want to do with sunny 16 presents the other uh 50% the even more exciting is the listener created content that we would love to get on there now there are a few people who I'm going to be reaching out to to say look would you be interested in doing something but beyond that if you've got an idea for something you want to do as a one off or maybe a short run series or something like that we want you to get in touch now um we have got a sunny 16 presents email account 
it is, I think, just sunny16present at gmail.com. Nice and simple. Um, so you can write into us there. Also, I am going to be putting up on our website, hopefully within, again, the next couple of days, and, uh, a Google form to fill in with your idea. I think that's going to be the easiest way of doing it. So um, write in with your idea for what you'd like to do, and then we can talk about it and help make it happen. Um, obviously, we're looking for more... We're not looking for three-hour shows or you know regular weekly stuff because if if you've got the time to do that, you should absolutely be making your own podcast, which many people are now, and it's fantastic. This is more for people who have got something that they want to talk about, um, but don't want to commit to making their own podcast because it's a lot, um, and um, and also like this, we know there's people out there with doing great stuff that we would love to share, and that's think I think this could be a really good way of doing it. Um, I'm really excited about what we can do with this feed. A few people have said, well, why are you starting a new feed? Why not just put it all on one feed? Um, the reason, and you know, maybe it's not a good mm. reason, but this is the reason that we've arrived at that decision is because as somebody who listens to podcasts a lot, um, I don't just listen to one podcast. I listen to various different podcasts. And if you have one podcast that is chucking out a lot of content, you just end up skipping stuff. Um, and we don't want to overwhelm anybody. So hopefully by doing it this way, you'll have the Sunday 16 podcast feed just doing its thing. And then, as Rachel said earlier, the Sunny 16 Presents may well be something that you look at what's coming up and dip into. You might, because not everything will be for you. Almost by the definition of what it's going to be, not everything will be of interest to you. So you can kind of look and go, okay, well, maybe this, maybe not that. Um, but that was kind of what I was thinking. What do you think on this, Claire? Are we making the right choice with this? <laughs> yeah, no, I think. No, I think that's fine. That sounds good to me. So you can self-select um, uh, what what you what you mm. dip in dip in and out, yeah. isn't it? Dip in and out, um, uh, and whether we have um, the cinema show or the underexposed, you fancy listen to or your your adventurous yeah. show. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I think that's yeah. Think I'm, that, I'm really hoping work. it's going to become a home for an expanded range of conversations, not just about analog photography, but around yeah. the edges you know tangentially related um it's yeah. be good it'll be good to see what um comes back through the um from listeners through off through the uh, google form i think what, yeah. what ideas i think that'll be good um seeing seeing what people would like on on, on that yeah show. yeah absolutely and as i said we, you know we will help you if you've got an idea um that you want to do or, or like i said maybe you've just I mean, we had some stuff in the past where people have sent us in um, audio that they've recorded where they've been doing a particular thing. Um, you know, we've had some um, darkroom sessions and all sorts of stuff over the years. And it's like, OK, this is going to be a home for that. And yeah. what we will do is try and help you make it into a reality and then you can put it on the feed. And we'll, we'll, we'll figure out the best way of doing it, depending on what it is. So... If it's a um, half an hour thing, but we can that's the thing we can put out as its own thing. Maybe if you're interested in doing something shorter but more frequently, we can put together a magazine show and collect bits together. We'll we'll explore it as mm. we go forward. Um, again, this is going to be quite a time-consuming thing, which is another reason why we needed to step back how much we were doing with the main feed because otherwise it, we'd never be able to do it. Um, anybody 
who has any engagement with the show will realise how bad I am at dealing with e- emails and correspondence in general. <laughs> so I'm absolutely going to be roping in on my wonderful teammates to help with this. Um, because otherwise, if you just left to me, it'll be a disaster. But um, I-, I hope you guys are up for this. Um, the podcast feed is obviously not live yet. Um, but when it is, we will make sure you know... Uh, and hopefully you'll be interested in signing up for it. We're going to make sure that you've got some content there to listen to from the off. Um, I'm really excited about what we've got started uh, coming from from Claire and from Rachel and from John and hopefully from myself if I get my act together. Um, I think we're going to have a great line of interesting stuff right from the get-go with it. Um, but then, yeah, no, it's, definitely. it's a new world, isn't it, Claire? Brave new world we're stepping into. It is a, it's a brave new world. That's right, Graham. <laughs> Um, so you need to work on your name oh, yeah then. I need to work um, on my name and, and also everything else with that yeah. um, but you know it's good <laughs> I, uh, the podcast is or at least it, for me it's it is a creative outlet and it's important for us to be able to flex what we're doing creatively with it and content wise with it just as it is with what we're doing with our photography we, we need to be inspired by what we're doing otherwise it runs the risk of becoming stale yeah. and and it just stopping and you know to a certain degree that's aid had has at this point run to a bit of a brick wall with where he wants to be with his analogue stuff and he needed to step back from it. And mm. I, I'm I'm mm. hoping that maybe A's going to start maybe doing something with the instant stuff that we can stick on Sunny 16 Presents. I was going to say, because he, he's um, still a big fan of uh, instant, mm. isn't he? He's yeah. in stacks. He does love instant. So I think there's there's stuff around that yeah. i think so aid is very much still hopefully going to be part of it all going forwards but it'll be on aid's terms which is absolutely fine it's when he when it works for <laughs> him to be here and be part of it then there is a home here for him um so yeah big changes uh in some ways um or very small changes in other ways depending on your point of view <laughs> um but i'm excited about it i'm really excited about seeing what you and john and rach do claire um and, and listening to and enjoying being part of that and really excited about what we can do with the listener content. But I said that's all going to rely on yeah. you guys out there saying, hey, I've got a great idea. I'd like to do this. I think this might be interesting. Could Can we do this? Um, so get in touch. As I said, sunny16presents at gmail.com is already live. I haven't even looked at it once yet because it's been live for about a year and I've never had any reason to look at it. Um, but there will be a form going up on our website very soon um, and I will let you know about that. Oh, I'm quite exhausted. <laughs> and and, 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 and uh, we want a name for your show, Graham. <laughs> and it sounds interesting, throwing things up the wall, going out. <laughs> Yeah, uh, um, yeah. Uh, all suggestions, all polite suggestions, <laughs> gratefully received. <laughs> um, I think that's all we got to say on what we're doing. Yeah. Right? Um, in terms of timing, yeah. we are aiming to kick this off in the first half of August. So this is imminent now. Uh, this is why we've left it until it's fairly imminent. But obviously, you know, we, there was stuff to get organised. Um, there was guests to sort out and show ideas to nail down and, you know, all this stuff to gear up. So we're aiming to kick this off yeah. at the first half of August and make the change to the way that the Sunny 16 podcast is happening also in early August. Um, but we'll let you know exactly when that's going to be. And, uh, yeah, I hope you're with us for this ongoing journey. Um, yeah, all, all positive, I think, positive yeah. stuff. Yeah, well, you know. And hopefully, and hopefully something for 
quite diverse as well. So hopefully um, there's something for for all listeners um, that they can, like you say, self-select. Yes. Yeah, so. absolutely. It will not all be for you. Um, you will not like everything that is going to be going on this feed, much as I'm sure nobody <laughs> has liked everything that we've done with this feed. But hopefully there will be stuff that you will find. My my wish is that there will be stuff on this feed that doesn't have a home anywhere else and that can only really exist here. And yeah. that's what I hope. Yeah. Um, and if if that can happen, then I will be very, very happy. Oh, well, yeah. I think that's probably enough of me waffling vaguely on with you trying to keep me on track, Claire, <laughs> which I'm very, very grateful. Um, the only other thing that I wanted to quickly let listeners know about, um, because we've got an email regarding this, is uh, Justin Quinnell, friend of the show, Justin Quinnell, um, is uh, mm. continuing. They're doing the alternative photography summer school that's going on at the moment. And uh, this, and uh, let me make sure I get the date right for this, uh, there's an online workshop. So you can be anywhere in the world to take part in this on Sunday, the 26th of July, at 4 to 5.30 p.m. That's UK time. Um, yeah. So th- I will put the link to this is an Eventbrite link to go to this and find this. So Justin's been doing stuff throughout the summer um, with his team there. Um, uh, he did one in June on solography, one in July on sun printing. Actually, the one this week, sorry, is on sun printing. And then in August, there's one on paper and eggs. And in September, there's going to be one on Kafnol and chemigrams. Um, could be a great fun thing to take part in. Justin's a great educator. Um, so I will stick a link to that in the show notes. Um, and as I said, that is happening uh, allegedly on Sunday the 26th of July which is uh, this Sunday so you've got a little bit of time to get organised for it um, so that's all good um, that's is there anything that I've forgotten about Claire <laughs> that I need to remember uh, no I think, I think that's it so the ch- the challenge is now um, the deadline has gone yes now. it has so, so thank you very much so it's just, um, yeah. have you got your I didn't ask you Claire um, h- how did oh. your Cheap Shots Challenge shots go Oh, I was really disappointed in mine. Uh, I, yeah, I mean, I did complete it, yeah, and I've scanned them up, so I I, I need to um, get them into our, our Sunny 16 folder. Um, there was a couple of um, shots that I liked, but because I haven't u- I haven't used my Diana camera for so long, um, I was disappointed I hadn't compensated enough for the um, viewfinder, so there was, there was literally a few where I'd literally chopped my head off. Um, <laughs> But but yeah, but I did it, and yeah, I did, you've just reminded me. I need to need to put them into our folder. Cool. Um, but there was one or two that I, I quite quite well, liked. That's good. Um, so I'll put them in along with the um, the, the one hour challenge ones that I did on the on the Polaroid. That as would well. be fabulous. Uh, well, if it's any consolation, I think Rachel has been just yeah. flat out too busy to be able to take any because between doing the Ilford videos and her Patreon stuff and the yeah. stuff for the Silver Grain Classics, she's been flat out. She's not been able to take any pictures. Uh, and John's pictures. <laughs> anybody who follows John on Twitter may have seen. Um, I think John's were an absolute. Uh, nightmare fail and they it looked as though those pictures his cheap shots camera and i think it might have been the first time he used it and i suspect it might be the last time he used it um, yeah. it looks as though those negs were all ruined so um, well, uh, <laughs> so you've got some he had a really cute um what did he have like it, it's point yeah shoot, it was he? i think it was a helena yeah. or something like a, a cheap very That's cheap right. point yeah, and shoot. Yeah. yeah it might not have been a it might be a hanimex it was it was uh i think it yeah, i think it might be a hanimex which is even lower yeah, down I the food so chain too. than a helena yeah. um 
I have more confidence that I have got pictures, and I'm actually going to develop mine today. Um, so I think it's going to be, in the terms of the hosts competing, it's going to be a two-way race, Claire. It's you versus me. I hope you realise I'm going to play dirty. <laughs> I will uh, be starting my smear campaign. Oh, that's not fair, Graham. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and if I put mine in, um, if I put mine in the folder today, um, you, you'll you'll be able to see in advance. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'll be doing some oh. counter programming. Um, but yeah, I'll be getting mine about today. So. <laughs> So, yeah, we will get our Cheap Shots Challenge show sorted. That will be in early August as well, um, where we will, uh, one, get somebody in to judge these pictures for us. We will find an awesome judge. Yeah, I've I've had some thoughts. We need a a good judge who's going to be good good with groceries. Mm. Um, And also we'll be able to bring uh, include the audio that people sent in from their experiences, which I'm really looking forward to hearing as well, because we've got a few people. Yeah, definitely, I am as well. So that will be a lot of fun. Um, Well... Thank you so much for joining me for this, Claire. And thank you to Rachel, who was here earlier um, and had to dash off. Um, lovely talking to both of you, as always. We will be back uh, later in the week. I sweat with backing paper if we get some emails. It's Friday now as we're recording this. We might not get any emails before <laughs> Sunday. So we'll see how that goes. <laughs> you can see why no changes need to be made. This has all got a bit disorganised. Um, but it will get organised going forward. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening. If you want to write in to us, do write in at sunny16podcast at gmail.com for all your regular emails. And um, we look forward to speaking to you again. We can find us online at sunny16podcast.com and we are sunny16podcast on Instagram and on uh, Twitter and everywhere. Um, And Claire, you are uh, Claire Marie Bailey everywhere? Claire Marie Bailey everywhere. Which is nice (laughs) and simple. Instagram, Twitter. Yeah, my and my website. That's right. Lovely stuff. All right. Well, we will get out of here then. Thank you so much for listening, everybody, and goodbye. Yeah, goodbye. Let me just have a little walk around the dark room and see if anything kind of... (laughs) (laughs) I love lamp. (laughs) Tongs, trays, drying, um, toner. Toner. Toner with John Whitmore. Toner, toner, toner. Smelly dark room. Uh, Condenser. (laughs) The condenser. It's a drying cabinet. See, some of these are just terrible. Drying cabinet. Oh, yeah. Like I say, it was just it was a list of things that I could think of in the dark room that might work. Um, Shut the door. Shut the door. Shut the door. Shut that door. What have we got here? <laughs> clips, tanks. <laughs> totally clips of your heart. I mean, <laughs> Totally clips of my ass. <laughs>